0: Dearly beloved, (laughs) we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And do a podcast called Pop Tournaments. Hello, hello, hello. Hope everybody is doing well. It is episode 39. It is March 15th. 2020, 20, 20. 20, I said 2020 too many times. Started (laughs) over. (laughs) (laughs) Stuck in last year. Jesus, 2021. Oh my gosh, I'm just. I'm so excited about this episode. Sorry, I'm going to turn my gain down just a little bit because this is getting ridiculous. Um, Yeah, it's getting ridiculous already. Hello and welcome back to the latest episode of the Pop Tournaments (laughs) podcast. We've got Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And Jennifer Schmidt. (laughs) Hi, friends. Hope everybody is doing so well. We are coming to you from the currently calm waters of lake minnetonka <laughs> because guess what it is our first prince episode it's i mean you if you couldn't already tell with all the clichés we've gone through <laughs> um but uh we will be getting to that in a second uh just want to wish everybody out there uh, a happy march 15th mm-hmm. it's the ides of march it is beware and Ironically enough, it is the anniversary of Prince's iconic performance at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he, uh, I believe, it was uh, uh, George well, Harrison's induction. Well, my guitar to, gently weeps. When he threw the guitar, and this is the anniversary of uh, that, so
1: which was ahead. led by Tom Petty. Yes. That who did he was like the the band leader or whatever of that jam session. Ah. Um, nice. and Prince's secretary was named Tom <laughs> Petty. No, just kidding. This was pre show. Oh I got pre-show. one for you.
0: <laughs> no, I got one for you. So it was led by Tom Petty. Tom Petty back in the day, back in nineteen ninety four, after an SNL performance, asked Dave Grohl. To be the drummer for the Heartbreakers, Dave Grohl said no. Went on to make the Foo Fighters, oh. and then later Prince covered the Foo Fighters at the Super Bowl. Oh wow! Oh,
2: there we go. I think that kind of all connects.
1: Tom, Tom Petty and Prince also both had like big, uh, infamous uh, squabbles with record labels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they had they had a lot in common.
0: Yeah, and they also both were big fans of Common
1: yeah prince definitely was i remember him saying that song the light was his favorite song of the year that year see
0: all right i don't so, know about welcome back. back it is the Pop <laughs> tournaments podcast this is our Hope tom petty cool.
2: tournament <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry everyone no it's our tom petty prince crossover tournament. yeah <laughs> jen how you been what's what's uh, new
2: not too much i'm good it is what it is. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're back to school.
2: Right? I am. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's good for the most part.
0: Hope everybody's treating you well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as well as middle schoolers treat anybody, <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. They're mean. <laughs> and you're- they can be. But they could be hilarious, too. So they're a lot of fun.
0: How are the cats treating you?
2: The cats are treating me well. Yep. Okay. Good. Yep.
0: That's what we want to hear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
2: Ryan, what Um, has been going
0: on? How's work been going? Work's been going pretty good. I uh,
1: had, last week was great, you know, uh, a little uh, respite from the craziness. It was a little bit, um, you know, more chill for me. It was still very busy, but wasn't quite as hectic as the last couple weeks. Um, and we, uh, yeah, I had some nice, some nice entertainment viewing, um, mm-hmm. listened to a lot of Prince, which was great.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: my favorite, my, my RuPaul drag race crush got sent mm-hmm. home this week, oh. which I was really bummed about. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, huh? Wish... I'll live, I'll find a new one.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race has kind of been what's been keeping everybody going these last few months. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: been keeping me going. At least in this past year. It has.
0: Uh, I, you know, I pay attention to the Twitters and <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I, I hear it. I hear it around, around <laughs> the, uh, well, there's no more water coolers, so. It's yeah. been a solid, solid
2: I, season. So. Yeah. <laughs> I also watched race. a really
1: fun, kind of unexpected documentary just, like, out of nowhere. Um, I just had, like, a few minutes to kill, and I ended up watching the whole thing. It's called Kid 90. Oh, I'm Uh, so excited to watch that. Although
2: I've heard it's really hard to watch, too, I'm sure. But...
1: It is hard to watch, and it is... Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm kind of a nostalgia junkie, and, like, that kind of stuff is always, like... Just for me, It's it kind of touches a nerve where I get, Mm -hmm. like, really... I don't know. It just makes me mm. feel really uncomfortably nostalgic, mm-hmm. almost. Different, huh? Um, and that definitely took me there. But it—it okay. it is that there's a lot of heavy shit that uh, mm-hmm. that happens, you know, in her life because it kind of spans like, um, probably 1990 to, you know,
2: 97
1: mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, but it's, in case you don't know, it's about um, Soleil Moon Fry, who played Punky Brewster and she basically mm-hmm. in the late 80s or or maybe even 1990 started carrying around a camcorder with her everywhere and like recording mm-hmm. everything and she basically hung out with like the the 90s version of the Brat Pack which was mm-hmm. like Brian Austin Green and <laughs> Mark Paul Gosler <laughs> and uh you know there was a whole gang (laughs) of them Uh, yeah but they were all like getting drunk and like doing drugs (laughs) and shit and you know partying they were all like rich hollywood kids you (laughs) know child actors um and yeah it was a really good good (laughs) movie though i mean pretty like typical documentary but um you know wasn't like reinventing the form but um it was cool in like a um you know kind of first person sort of story mm-hmm. documentary you know
2: yeah like sort of thing i'm currently reading uh, mara wilson's memoir um and she's you know that adorable little girl is in Miss, mrs doubtfire Yeah. and mm-hmm. so, so growing yeah. up sim yep right? similar time she's kind of like the next generation of child star um mm-hmm. but i think i'm gonna finish the memoir and then watch kid 90 for really just going in deep yeah with those child stars nice
0: Mm -hmm. yeah interesting no i definitely have to check that out there's uh uh, been a little lack in my viewing so i will definitely be uh taking a look at that um Mm -hmm. it's it's been an interesting week like you said ryan i've been listening to a lot of prints also and just kind of bumming around you know again it's I, I feel like lately I'm the most boring person in the world. I, just, <laughs> I really have nothing going on but this, and I appreciate all you guys listening. Um, I did want to. Sorry, I'm taking this time because I did want to bring up. It was. It really uh, hit me in the heart a, in a good way, and I and I hate to keep bringing these kind of mushy things up, but uh, uh, our pop tart Patrick O today said he loved. revert to Mm -hmm. everybody as pop tarts and that that really meant a lot to me so uh, a big you know we're not gonna wait Mm -hmm. till the end of the episode a big shout out to you uh patrick uh that that really meant a lot to me he's a very mm -hmm.
1: sweet person Mm
0: -hmm. and and we appreciate all those sweet pop tarts Uh, We do. you guys are all the best and we hope that uh, you are going to enjoy this tournament. I know uh, Prince isn't everybody's favorite, and uh, maybe a lot of these songs are a little little more obscure to some people. And, and not obscure
2: enough for some people as well. Yeah. Right, <laughs> <Totally>. right. We <laughs> definitely, you know, we, don't
0: worry, so I'll take this time to mention also that we will have an episode where we cover everything we missed. Don't worry. <laughs> um, this for some people this definitely could have been a uh, 128 entry tournament um, as opposed to the 36 that we decided (laughs) on so um, but uh, before we get into the individual songs um, just wanted to talk to you guys you know it's different for everybody you know like Mm -hmm. some people are huge huge music people and they go deep with the nerdy stuff and some people it's like that was the song that you know, I'm not big a big music person, but that was the song that represented you know this year in my life. So, you know what what did we're all Minnesotans mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Uh, Jen, I'll I'll throw to you first. What what did what has Prince meant to you, or how did how did he become involved? Or, you know, it, with your life as a Minnesotan. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I <know>. so <laughs> I have never listened to a whole lot of prints and am going to be going through this tournament like just kind of learning so my policy I've been listening to the Spotify playlist but I'm still like can't Mm. necessarily like figure out which song is which song for some (laughs) of the more um, like lesser known options so I'm going to be like listening to the two songs every day and Mm -hmm. reading what you write and learning. So uh, so I'm really excited to be kind of going through this as kind of like the other side of these, like not having any real knowledge um, of it. And by the end, I'm going to be way more of a Prince expert than I am at no, the beginning but- of this tournament. So I'm excited for more.
0: Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. you you know what? I, I, and I love what your your shirt says, good vibes. I mean, yeah. you think you're coming mm-hmm. at this from a... a a very unique and awesome perspective mm-hmm. is where again you're not somebody who hates music or anything no you lo- i know i know and you I, love music we've I do. gone yeah it's just that mm-hmm. now you get to you get to take on these new perspectives mm-hmm.
2: yeah so i'm yeah i'm and, kind of a newbie i've heard like the like the big singles like you know raspberry beret and right. stuff like that and i've seen purple rain but it was a long time ago so we'll watch that again this weekend so but yeah i'm kind of almost like a newbie and i'm excited for that
0: yeah, it's super cool. I mean, like mm-hmm. there's there's podcasts out there nowadays, like about people watching Star Wars for the first time, mm-hmm. or you know, watching this. You know, How? so again, super awesome. Like I I, I love that. But it, you know, like you said, you you know some of the bigger hits. Mm-hmm. Um, did was was there anything like growing up or like w- the big song that stood out to you? Um, you um like
2: my favorite has always been Kiss. So. Okay. Yep, and I remember that because she kind of—that's um, in the movie Pretty Woman when <laughs> she's in the big bathtub like the first day, and she's taking the big bubble bath. That's what she's listening to on her Walkman in mm-hmm. the bathtub. <laughs> Ryan, you're my Pretty oh. Woman. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> what do you? Uh, uh, and and I know we're we're gonna have a lot of crossover here. So like, uh, uh, but. Uh, Please uh, regale us uh, how, uh, how it's been with the, you know, you know, I don't know. Prince. What's your Prince journey?
2: Yeah. What's your Prince journey?
0: I, um,
1: I started out, um, you know, Prince was basically present in my household from as early as I can remember musically, you know, um, I remember we, yeah. Uh, we had a um, a record player and I had like uh, headphones, like, like, you know, the big over the ear headphones.
0: Mm-hmm. And I remember like
1: <laughs> plugging them in and listening to records and just kind of like zoning out. I remember doing that since I was like three, four years old and like, you know. The three that I kind of remember listening to all the time as a little kid, like real, like pre five mm-hmm. years old, were like Thriller, Purple Rain, and Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie.
2: <laughs> um,
1: and so, yeah, I mean, Purple Rain was just something that was like on my entire conscious life. Um, it was there. Yeah. And. You know, Let's Go Crazy, I think, in particular, mm-hmm. was kind of the first one that was like, this is my favorite song on Purple Rain. Um, as I got older, I think When Doves Cry kind of became my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then I think as I grew, you, you know, kind of uh, and, and became more looking back at the album as a whole and appreciating the deeper cuts, like, you know, both. I Would Die For You and Take Me With You were just like such bangers and like
2: mm-hmm. for being
1: like non-hits those songs are so good uh, Yeah, and so yeah I mean Purple Rain in particular just played a massive massive role in my life as a kid um, but I you know uh, I remember one of the first like because singles I bought with my own mm-hmm. money, I remember, was Thieves in the Temple from the Graffiti Bridge soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, Prince was just all over my, my childhood. I, I loved Prince. Right on. The, the one thing I will say that kind of was like a nice, um and I apologize if I'm stealing your thunder, Jake. Um, no, it's all good. Kind of... <clears throat> um one period in my life where I was able to reevaluate his catalog and kind of deepen my appreciation for him was when me and Jake were in a band together and we <laughs> decided to like do a set of all Prince songs. And so we learned like, what like fifteen print songs or something? <laughs> we
2: tried, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to
1: varying levels of success. And some of them, I mean, they were all like it was just the two of us at that time, mm-hmm. so they were all like very stripped down versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely, you know, learning the lyrics um, according to the actual lyrics and not just like how what you thought the words were on the radio, yeah, or like mm-hmm. you know, learning the the chords mm-hmm. and stuff like that and really kind of thinking about it more musically gave me a, a deeper appreciation for it and yeah, kind of learned to love some new songs. That's where I kind of fell in love with delirious. Um, mm-hmm. I remember that was one of the songs <laughs> that we did. Um, we'll, we'll
0: talk. Yeah. But that's, that's going to come up today. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: there's um, um, yeah, but I guess, I mean, I could I, talk for well, a long time, yeah. but
0: and and I'll try not to. I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off that and say like part mm-hmm. part of what I've always loved about uh, his music is it's it's helped me connect with people and like that that was definitely one of the ways we connected early on because mm-hmm. we you know what even even at that point when we were talking we, we had been friends for a couple of years but we weren't like super close like uh, you know what, what I'm I'm very happy we, we are now. Um, but his his music has also I- I- in that kind of same way always opened me up to other music um, I'm kind of going in reverse here um, because you know, I, I've, I've been pretty square in my past days and kind of set in my ways and, and his his music has always been a part of my life and so it, it gave me an opportunity to expand my mind into other mm-hmm. areas you know R&B, funk, rap mm-hmm. you know, different things that I wouldn't have necessarily been in at the time and like where where you guys both started with with Purple Rain like that was something that my entire family was able to agree on mm-hmm. at a very yeah. very early age in my life like we all um you know no matter what our you know different opinions were like we all no matter what loved Prince and and even though you know some other family members might have had you know weird things to say about some of his fashion choices <laughs> later in years or different things, we all still loved his music and mm. understood just how amazing and a, a musician he was. I think and and that's why uh, to our Pop Tarts out there, that's why we're doing this. Like it's just it we kind of batted it around for a while, but like man, you cannot mm-hmm. deny just. How incredible this guy was as a musician! So, I really appreciate you guys uh, uh, putting up with me for this tournament (laughs) because (laughs) I am so damned excited. And and Jen, I am super excited to (laughs) hear opinions. You know. Because some of these songs we've been listening to for years, and, and you get to hear them fresh for the to me, first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, so you'll be jealous. like those YouTube guys who, like, listen <laughs> yeah, to these. Yes,
2: I'm not nearly as hilarious <laughs> or adorable as they are, but yes.
1: <laughs> you, you should do your, like, reaction, you should do reaction videos mm-hmm. and put them yep. on your Facebook page.
0: <laughs> oh, I cannot wait if we're going to do reaction all right. So speaking of, uh, let's let's start right away. Let's get right into yeah. it. Um, our play-in game going in on t- today. We have uh, "Get Off" uh, from 1991's "Diamond and Pearls," um, uh, going up against "Musicology," the uh, t- titular single from "Musicology" from 2004. I I personally I love both these songs, but the mm-hmm. one thing I'm going to say really quick and. Uh, not trying not to steal my own joke but when i first heard good get off i sat there wondering what the other 20 positions were. <laughs> yeah i was only nine so <laughs> uh. hey
2: i'm almost 39 and i'm wondering too i'm like wow let's see <laughs> what
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> never well, nope uh <laughs> anyways so uh jen jen have you had a chance to listen to I both these did,
2: songs? i did i did and i watched both music videos um mm-hmm. going purely song wise um get off was definitely my favorite like so much fun so i love like the rap in it and then the music um mm-hmm. i love that it feels like a couple different songs just kind of wonderfully blended together like it has like different pieces to it which is super fun um and I liked the whole story of the music video of that as well. Um, but musicology was fantastic, too. And especially, like, the song was fine. I liked the song. But the music video was so much fun. And I wish the music video was a movie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like I want, it's so cinematic how it's shot. And I'm like, I want to see this movie. Or even better, like, this as a TV show. Like, let's, <laughs> I want 10 hour long episodes of what's mm-hmm. going on here. It was so fun. Yeah right
0: on right on, ryan did you lean either way yeah i mean i definitely i
1: think get off is a banger and it's one of those songs mm-hmm. that i you know i don't really think about when i think about like my favorite prince songs um mm-hmm. but as i'm going through and listening to them all back to back and kind of a bing them get off is mm-hmm. really good it's a really mm-hmm. good song it's just and oh, well, like yeah it's just so funky and like it's it's kind of in that like um, you know third wave or whatever like the new jack swing era mm-hmm. of Prince's yeah. career. Mm-hmm. it's definitely one of the the better jams. I think um, it is kind of weird. I'm a, I'm kind of hit or miss with his more like rappy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Some of it I think works really well. Some of it doesn't work as well. Um, this one I think is works really well and i think it's
0: yeah.
1: i think it's really good musicology i don't love um i it's got such a great infectious rhythm you know like the mm-hmm. the rhythm guitar in it and like um just that like the riff like it's a- i could listen to that all day and like it's uh it's very infectious and i feel like it was ahead of its time in the sense that like now like that's a bruno mars song
2: yeah you know and like
1: um it's a major hit i feel like at the time it was kind of just like a comeback song you know it wasn't really Mm -hmm. taken seriously as like this belongs in the zeitgeist
0: um yeah where's the cowbell (laughs) (laughs) you got me (laughs) No, and it was, like, I mean, at the time, like, it, it's, it's a good funky, like, ode to James Brown era, you know, jam funk to style music, but I think y- you hit the nail on the head there. And uh, so far today, uh, uh, Get Off is pretty much dominating mm-hmm. uh, the matchup. So, um, you know, and this will come out on Wednesday, so we'll all know then mm-hmm. anyways. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't really have much to add to, to what you guys said. I think you you all pretty much covered it but then so we got some earlier um well or I shouldn't say early er but um, early to mid-range uh prints with uh controversy from 1981's controversy and against uh she's always in my hair uh the b-side to raspberry beret uh so for me she's always in my hair is one of those b-sides that like he did it a lot live um just a really, uh, unique kind of cool song that, uh, often went underappreciated controversy, just such a early good eighties dance jam. Um, I I think controversy probably takes this because uh, she's always in my hair is probably a little less known, but, um, yeah. Interested to hear what you think, Ryan.
1: So I will say, first of all, I did not know she's always in my hair before. Okay. Um, putting this tournament together and having you suggest it as one of your favorites. I um, love it, though. It's it's uh, <laughs> I really, really like it. And I'm glad it's in the tournament just to, like, get more ears on it. You know, um, yep. It's a really fun song. And I, I it's one of my, you know, the, the songs I'm really happy that is in my rotation now. Um, controversy is right now maybe my favorite Prince song, like this moment. Yep. Um, Because it's one of the songs that I haven't heard a billion times, and like just revisiting all these songs over the last week, that's the one. That and another one we're about to go back to in just a minute <laughs> are the two that I just keep going back to, and like I just want to listen to this song I, again.
0: I get it. I get um, it. I
1: get it. And it sucks because I feel like after now listening to these songs over and over again, I feel like... I would put together the tournament a little bit differently, but maybe that's good because, because everybody, not everybody is listening to these songs every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. They're kind of thinking of it more from like, uh, what's, which, which songs were the bigger hits, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which songs were the biggest hits, which songs are the most popular. So, I mean, it would make sense that, um, cream is ranked ahead of controversy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know, controversy the is, thing, we want, slays that song is so good <laughs> it's very like rick james but better than rick james
2: <laughs>
0: well we'll we'll let you expound on your controversy love on <laughs> the next episode yeah <laughs> when it moves on maybe yeah I, no i think it does uh jen uh, have you had a chance nope Not nope yet? so
2: you'll have to ask tomorrow? me tomorrow afternoon so,
0: <laughs> you'll be
1: happy it's a fun one
2: yeah i yeah
0: this is uh the video the, user... the
1: video too is awesome Cool. Super vintage 1980 music video, oh, 1991 music video. So like it's it's kind of a live performance music video, mm-hmm. not a Yeah,
0: it's have a lot of them.
1: It's still like uh it's not like uh in front of a live audience kind of mm-hmm. live performance. It's like the band in a warehouse.
2: Yeah, that's a like, lot of I Madonna's early were, music
0: videos were, too. I think they were filmed at first a lot of those were filmed at first apps. Probably.
2: This cool. like they just filmed
0: mm-hmm. them during the day. Sure. You mm-hmm. think? I don't. It, yeah. This again. I hear, it may have been. I mean, I'm an idiot here trying to sound like a prince expert living <laughs> in Minnesota, <laughs> I, and I, I have no idea what I'm talking about.
1: I watched. I watched the video once, so I could be wrong.
0: Mm. It's all good. Uh, so uh, another play-in game we have, and I think this one's going to be really, really tough even though I have a favorite, uh, we have alphabet street from, uh, love sexy in 1988. Um, it was the first single off that, uh, album going up against erotic city from, uh, it was the B side, uh, for let's go crazy, uh, off of, uh, purple rain. So, um,
2: so we've got a street versus a city.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that was
1: on purpose. I the, 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 These are one of this is one Ryan of the matchups that I put mm-hmm. together kind
0: of because of the the name, sort of. Yeah. Mhm. But I have to say Ryan did a fantastic job with this tournament. Mm-hmm. We worked together on kind of narrowing down what songs we were going to include, but Ryan was the one who put it together. So, um, Thank you. I I want to say that it was just when I saw it initially that that, that was the thing. I looked at him I'm like I I can't decide on a single winner. So I knew you had done a a fantastic Mm -hmm. job, but yeah, fun matchup here. Eileen, erotic city. I, again, because of, because of the playlist, I'm (laughs) really, really loving that song. That's, Uh, that's the other song I'm talking about. (laughs) Erotic
1: city and controversy are the two that I'm just like, I just want to put these on repeat. (laughs) Alphabet street though, is so funky. It's a really cool song and it's really different. Um, It sounds different than any other Prince song. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm excited to, when we get to the Erotic City match, I found a really cool video from a live show because that, because it was a B-side, there wasn't like a a music video for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is a live performance. Um, I can't remember which, oh, it was from the, I think it was from the Love Sexy tour incidentally um but it's in germany and it's like a filmed concert movie you know like they released Mm -hmm. it on dvd or vhs or whatever and the it opens with he opens with erotic city and it's like (laughs) it's like a two minute just like drums as he like pulls up in, like, a car, like, pulls up to the stage and, like, runs up, and there's all this, like, choreography and, you know, crazy shit going on, and then it, like, (laughs) comes finally after, like, two minutes of buildup. It goes into the song, and it's (laughs) so great. But, yeah, Erotic City is such a jam. I'm going to be heartbroken if it doesn't move on, even though it's going to have to go up against, what, Kiss or Raspberry Beret or something. No. When Doves Cry. cry. Oh, Ah. even worse. a that, that
0: was... It's a goner, (laughs) but that and and, you know, Ryan. What were you doing? I just told you you did a good turn. I know.
2: (laughs) I
1: know, but it's one of those things where I felt like you know because it wasn't a single. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: and and, you know, like I said, it's that there were there were reasons, like mainstream popularity and stuff. Even though amongst Prince fans, this is like a top ten song, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, Right. So. It's Jen, tough. do you take the students to Alphabet Street? <laughs>
2: I know. I teach Didn't middle school. They're, they're pretty good on that alphabet by then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, these are two songs I haven't even heard of. So All right. I'm excited. Excited to get and in yeah, there. We, mm-hmm. the,
0: the, one, once we start talking about the winners, this is going to be very, very interesting. But mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully you've had a chance to see the uh, 1990 uh gem uh technically these songs came out in 89 but i believe the movie is billed as 90 or 89 i don't i can't remember but the 1990 gem from tim burton that was batman i think it was amazing (laughs) the amazing soundtrack uh that they completely turned over (laughs) to prince which again at the time was kind of unheard of Mm -hmm. it was
1: just a that was corporate synergy for Warner Brothers. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: He was on the
1: Warner Brothers label and and Batman was a Warner Brothers movie. So it was kind of like, a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, corporate synergy. <laughs> but it was still groundbreaking, nonetheless, that they would just yeah. be like, this was the first big Batman movie. And yeah. they were like, we're just going to turn the entire soundtrack it's, over to yeah, this. Yeah.
0: Soundtracks were a big thing at the time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, like you don't you don't have a granted like Guardians of the Galaxy that's a big thing, but like they weren't like advertising the Avengers Endgame soundtrack. No, right, yeah, from
1: and it wasn't all real young. It wasn't all original music either, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right, right. So yeah, so we have the the two the two big ones uh, from the Batman soundtrack: Bat Dance uh, versus Party Man. Um, I, I, I back in the day I had this this soundtrack memorized. I had forgotten about Party Man though, um and rewatched it. It's interesting.
2: <laughs> it's fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the video is fun, I I guess. Oh, your new king, Party Man. Yeah. Um but I think uh the the fun thing with Bat Dance, it was kind of like it, it was I, wa- I don't want to say early sampling, but just kind of like unique, early, sa- or early unique mm-hmm. sampling the way they they brought in uh, parts of the movie to the song and everything. But, um, yeah, I think Bat Dance moves on.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I think if people are listening to the songs, um, Party Man's going to move on. And if okay. they're just going by what they remember, Bat Dance will move on. Because I feel like Party Man was not as big of a hit or not as like important or whatever as, as Bat Dance was. And I feel like <laughs> Not bat as dance...
2: important as Bat Dance. It's no, just yeah, a sentence you just said.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> that that's quite a statement. <laughs>
2: Um, Let's just say I I
0: have an embarrassing story about Bat Dance, and I will only tell it if Bat Dance moves (laughs) Okay, saving it for the next pod. Extremely embarrassing story. Oh, I'm super excited.
2: Um, But
1: but Bat Dance is one of the songs that I will say, despite, yes, it is like really um, cool, like cutting edge kind of. um, I'm sure there were. A lot of other artists who were doing this kind of stuff um like on the hip-hop dj scene and stuff before this Mm -hmm. but it was like in the thick of that like sampling era Mm -hmm. and for him to like make the debut single from his big move this big batman move make the debut single like basically like an instrumental track with all these movies samples was like Mm -hmm. weird it was a weird choice (laughs) but I will say like listening to all these songs back to back bat dance was probably the hardest one to get through where Mm -hmm. I was like man is this song still going on like I'm really ready (laughs) for it to be over (laughs) but
0: this the story is going to get interesting party man
1: party man is definitely like a third tier prince song but it's <laughs> funky and it's catchy and it's like it sounds like a prince song you know
0: and jen i think i think you'll love the video to party man cool so i'm excited be, the,
1: this is another thing just a quick note about the batman soundtrack that i didn't really know until i was just listening to a podcast about prince earlier today um that all the songs on the soundtrack were which i'm guessing bat dance wasn't included in here but all the songs were like from the perspective of a different character Mm
2: -hmm. so there was like
1: a song for vicky Vale Mm
2: -hmm. and a
1: song for batman or a song for bruce wayne or whatever and a song for the joker and that's party party man is the joker Mm -hmm. song and that's like in the movie Interesting. when the Joker is doing his like parade at the end of the movie where he's going through town and like gassing everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. The song party man is playing.
0: Do you think, do you think he consulted Jack on that? <laughs> I'm sure
1: he did. I'm sure Jack gets partial writing credit for. "Party Man."
0: <laughs> I bet th- I, they were the best of friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the, the four songs we have will kind of, talk about these as a as a group the the those were our playing matchups and they'll they'll be going up against these four songs obviously we have the biggest one uh purple rain uh right mm-hmm. up there you know titular song to the the soundtrack and movie uh you can't deny it uh raspberry beret uh from around the world in a day from 1985 um when doves cry, also from uh, Purple Rain uh, in 1984, and uh, Kiss from Parade in 1986, and I think these all kind of, uh, I- at least you know what what is commonly considered the the you know epi- or the, the pinnacle of, of Prince's mm-hmm. career. These these all kind of touch on on different different parts of that, um, but yeah, Purple Rain. It's a banger. Yeah, it is. It's a great song. It's epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i interested to see how it plays out because it, personally, I don't feel like it's the best song from the movie. No. But um, it's probably the most well-known. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's so. weird. It's definitely one of those that has grown over time. Like, you know, I think the big hits from the from the album were... When doves cry was the biggest mm-hmm. hit. Right. Yeah, I feel like and then that. So let's the... go crazy was probably the mm-hmm. second biggest hit. Purple rain yeah, is one could... of those that I think over time has become kind of his signature song.
2: Mm-hmm. It's aged uh, really well, I feel like yeah. purple rain it doesn't sound as like super 80s as yeah, some of totally the other right. ones do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, and since, you know, since it's on the other side we can kind of talk about the uh, when doves cry from the same mm-hmm. album. I uh, it, it it's just such a, that was such a unique sound for that song mm-hmm. at the time and, and what it brought out, you know, all the instrumentation in it, the the, the guitar especially. Ryan, this was one of those songs we, we attempted. Uh, to, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you said When Doves Cry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, and, we attempted and there's to no, our spin no
1: bass line in it, which is like no. so <laughs> weird for, for Funky Prince to just <laughs> be like, the biggest hit mm-hmm. on this record. No base. <laughs>
0: um, and, but then, so we got raspberry beret, one of his biggest hits mm-hmm. just, it was I mean, like as a single was just such it. And it carried other singles mm-hmm. after it w- was the thing. And, um, It'll be interesting to see how far
2: that goes. Raspberry yeah. Beret is
1: just like a perfect pop song. I think it's, it's really annoying.
2: I think it's such a pop song. Like it's yeah. just like the poppiest and, of the pop. And I don't,
1: I don't blame you for feeling that way. Like it's definitely <laughs> not my favorite, but it, it is like just from a song construction standpoint, I think it's,
0: yeah, it's perfect. You know, <laughs> near perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: um, our our friend Warren Zevon covered it. Oh. Sake. so you know it's
0: good <laughs> that's true um, and then and then kiss not mm-hmm. not as perfect as, of a pop song but definitely just as infectious
2: yeah it's so catchy and yeah. it has such like fun 80s references too you know yeah. you don't have to be on dynasty to have yeah. an attitude yeah <laughs> i love it
1: um That's a much... That's a weirder song, too. Like, the fact that it's, like, almost, like, in falsetto Mm -hmm. and just so Mm -hmm. sparse and, like, that kind of chicken scratch guitar. It's very, like... Yeah, very weird Mm -hmm. instrumentation. Kind of Bee Gees.
2: Yeah, I love it. Bee Gees-esque.
0: And if you want to hear a good version, you got to hear Ryan Barrett. Yeah. (laughs) I absolutely want... Uh, No, no. I need that in my life. He's number... He's number two to Prince. I thought you were going to (laughs) say Tom Jones. He's number one, but... <laughs> no. Oh god. No. Um but uh getting back into our uh we'll go through three more of our regular matchups. Um we have I think one of the best songs off of Purple Rain, Take Me With You uh going up against a sexy motherfucker which <laughs> this is this is a tough match. Oh, cuz I love I love those horns like Sexy Motherfucker is all horns. It's it's a little bit of guitar and that that, that little, you know, burr, weird bass line in the back.
2: You sexy
1: motherfucker!
0: <laughs> Sue me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a tough one for sure. Um, you know, you have, I, I kind of feel like, I mean, we're going to see shortly here, but I kind of <laughs> feel like everything from Purple Rain is gonna get a big boost just because everybody knows that album so well. But yeah. "Sexy Motherfucker" has been—that's kind of one of those songs that has lasted through time, and I think is more popular now than it was in the '90s. You know? Um, oh yeah. And you know, it's become—it's definitely like a strip club staple. Um, <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah, it's uh they're both they're both really good. I I like Take Me With You better, but
0: uh I get it.
1: Again, it's
0: I just hope it's close.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> I yeah, Take Me With You is one of the it was the first single from Purple Rain. It was the first single released off of that that album, so um I it'll be interesting um Jen, do you like the the typical pop song or the, the kind of... Uh, uh, I will rap-ish? tell you
2: in a week, in the afternoon, All when right. these ones premiere.
0: <laughs> now, um, this is, I, I think, a, another really, really interesting match, uh, depending on how people look at it. We have Nothing Compares to You um, going up against Sign of the Times. Mm-hmm. And I... I absolutely love both of these songs. Um, I actually prefer now the the Prince version over the mm-hmm. Sinead O'Connor version of Nothing Compares mm-hmm. to You. Um, was lucky enough to see it played live, so that, that oh, made a, wow. a yeah. definite mm-hmm. difference. And won't waste time on that. We'll get, get to that another time. But um, Sign of the Times was just such an important song. I think it was definitely Prince making a statement Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, really, you know, talking about a lot of issues, you know, before people wanted to talk about them, Mm -hmm. you know, putting it all into a song. So it's going to be interesting here also. Um, Ryan, again, you've been listening to a lot of the -hmm. playlists. Yeah, um, what do you, think? you know,
1: Sign of the Times is a great song It definitely, you took the words out of my mouth As far as it, like, being kind of a, a change for Prince Where I, I don't really know exactly, like, if this was the first time Where he was like, oh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start singing about issues now or Or if this <clears throat> was just kind of when a lot of people took notice of it Or if it was, like, the first, you know, hit single that kind of, you know
0: it was yeah, but, it was slow motion.
1: But it definitely, um, you know, that this is like kind of like TLC waterfalls, but like better, better version <laughs> of that. <laughs> <Like> TLC waterfalls <laughs> was like sign of the times of the nineties. Um, but uh, I, I love nothing compares to you. I think nothing compares to you, is my winner. I, mm-hmm. I love the version that we put on the playlist that uh, was. Put out on for his originals album, Um, but it just the one that he does solo. Um, But um, if you don't know this song was obviously written by Prince, but it was originally released by Prince's like side project called the Family in 1985, um, Mm -hmm. which was kind of like a a spinoff from the time it was like a lot of the same members from the time
2: mm.
1: um but you know they kind of disband and the song didn't become a big hit or anything so it just kind of you know remained a great song in obscurity until Sinead took mm-hmm. it to a whole new level the, the mm-hmm. next stratosphere yeah
0: um, and i'm not taking away from her voice. you yeah, know, her course, version is
2: gorgeous too but yeah, yeah like yeah. i agree with you in that we've heard her version so much it is really fun to kind of revisit it yeah. um with Prince mm-hmm. singing it
0: yeah yeah i and i and i i like what you said ryan like the the, the original version like his original i shouldn't say arrangement but instrumentation very fun um i also love uh the version where they released it was just him on a piano um that was that was really nice yeah the, the,
1: the first time i heard it was on on one of his hits albums like when he came out with those three hits albums in the 90s and i remember hearing it um with him and rosie gaines it was like a live version um and that was amazing you know that kind of blew my mind
0: um, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't one of those times like I forced you to listen <laughs> to all those Prince bootlegs that yeah. I had. <laughs> I, there was a time when I was really insufferable with my Prince
2: bootlegs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Every time somebody got in my car, I'm like, "No, no, no! Check out this live version <laughs> yeah. of this weird song." <laughs> sorry again. Sorry, sorry to everybody whoever I, I ever did that to, and, 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 <laughs> and to you, I have. <laughs> um one more matchup to get to and, Two. and again I'm not trying right like, uh no well i I split it in half I, I just amount of songs yeah gotcha so I mean we can do i i don't have it on my list we can do that last one if, That's
1: it's cool I just thought we were gonna do the yeah. top top half of each
0: well because there's those playing games gotcha this is this gotcha. is some inside pool for everybody <laughs> i split it into eight songs I love it. That's, 18. Of that's, to- that's totally fine. <laughs> Let's roll with it. Inside pool. Uh I think it's a fun one to end on though. We got uh Delirious uh, from the 1999 album in uh, eight, 1982.
1: 89. Oh what? Wait, what? Sorry. The,
0: the 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 album was called 1999. Oh god. Oh right. yeah, Totally I was like it was released in 1982. <laughs> I was like, no, wrong. It was not from 1999. <laughs> wow, that's gonna trip me up. <laughs> I know it happens a lot. Like, you know, the song 1999. Just get, just wait till the next w- episode. Yeah. <laughs> but the album was released in 1982. Um, It's going up against Pop Life from, again, from Sign of the Times, uh, another big album from 1987. Um, Fun one here. Uh, uh, Nice, fun songs. I I think I'm a little partial to Pop Life, but uh, Ryan, I'm interested to hear what you got to say.
1: This is a tough one for me. Um, Pop Life is definitely one of those that I actually heard... It, it, you know i I had heard it before, like growing up and, and when um I remember when the hits album came out, hearing it on there, but it I didn't really hear it as an adult until one of my friends performed it in karaoke um and I remember being like, Holy shit, this song's really good and like <laughs> um then I um you know now and delirious has always been since we did our prince retrospective has been one of my favorite <laughs> prince songs so this is a tough one for me i think delirious is definitely kind of more like the fun song and pop life is more like the introspective you know serious song if you will so it's it's tough they're both great songs i just hope it's a good i hope it's close
0: Honestly, (laughs) as as a a very stupid musician, like I was, you know, half-assed musician, but um, somebody who was not very like smart at musicianship. I was very happy to learn as I, you know, was doing a little behind the scenes research on these songs that Ryan, when we were trying to play that song, we had slowed it way down and kind of played it. As a blues song. Oh yeah, that's right. And that was the the first thing that like kind of came up on the Wikipedia page was like, oh, this is an eight bar blues song. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I kind of I I kinda, I, 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 dumb, <laughs> I dumbed my way into something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew what I was doing. No, but uh, uh, yeah, I I completely agree. I I love these two songs. Um, it, it's gonna be a tough choice. Uh, Delirious actually reached number eight. On the the Billboard Hot 100, so um, it's it's probably got a little momentum behind it, um, and I can't blame it. So, uh, Jen, I'm nope. I'm, I have a <laughs> uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> nope. Uh, ah, don't. <laughs> I got something for okay. you. Okay. The song "Manic Monday."
2: I love that song.
0: You love. That I do song, love that song. You?
2: It's a fun. song. It is song. a fun song.
0: Little history behind Manic Monday. Today it went to number two on the charts back in ah. nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. So, so again, we're we're relating back. Mm-hmm. It's it's March fifteenth. All these things back and and what what's your favorite part of Manic Monday? Is it when she wishes it was Sunday? Because
2: <laughs> that is her fun day. Yeah. yeah if it so, wasn't for yeah.
1: prince we wouldn't have sunday fun day it i know exactly
2: we would People. we would all just be miserable on sundays yeah. and on mondays also... if we didn't have prince telling us yeah, to enjoy it no it's yeah a... i love that song because i'll play it for my students my middle schoolers and be mm. like i will give a dolly rancher to whoever can tell me who sings this song
0: And well, you can only do that like once a year, though, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, per class, I
2: teach yeah six eight classes, and then (laughs) and then I've got another Jolly Rancher. If you know who wrote this (laughs) song, so Uh help, so that's always fun. I also play it for my little guy when we're waking him in him up in the morning because he is not a morning person. Um, but we change the Alexa from meditation music that he likes to have on while he's sleeping to uh, something to wake him up, and that's our usual Monday morning pick nice. to get him up. Well,
0: if, he, if he's not a morning person, I can get him some coffee. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, that would be if fantastic. Please that's, give my seven-year-old coffee. I mean, I don't,
0: I'm, not, I'm in the profession of waking <laughs> yep, up. Yeah, you are.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, good old good old manic monday mm-hmm. that is a, a, it's so yeah. fun Pr- prince did everything mm-hmm. man. he he wrote he directed he performed he choreographed mm-hmm. he found other amazing artists He's a fashion um, icon he found some other non-amazing mm-hmm. artists and yes jen oh man like there's so much fashion we would not have mm-hmm right now if it wasn't for him
1: not to mention I mean you know you, you could also point to like David Bowie and other less popular people like you know Grace Jones and other people who are iconic but not as popular in the mainstream but I mean the things he did with like mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: gender gender and, and sexuality, sexuality were like were so just...
2: far ahead Absolutely. of all the rest of us and really pushed um, everyone forward
1: I I and just okay. by the way, this is a great note to kind of wrap on. I heard mm-hmm. a thing today. This is about the album Dirty Mind. So we're not, we're not, we haven't talked about any songs from Dirty Mind yet. We will next week. But uh, there was a guy who's like a very famous music critic, um, and. He, his review, and I'm paraphrasing here, I apologize, but it was a one sentence review and it said, Mick Jagger should go pack up his penis,
0: (laughs) (laughs) pack up his penis
1: and go home.
0: Oh boy, that is, yeah, I I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, right, that is a, and this dude's
1: like a heralded music critic. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, it, he he just, you know, can... and, and uh, you know, even li- listening now knowing that and even going back and listening to his songs and being like, wow, this is still like fucking crazy some of the stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um even now like in, in today's context, it's still mm-hmm. like really really cool and impressive and um yeah. He's just such an icon in so many ways, Um, and and to to be able to claim him as like our favorite, you know, (laughs) Minneapolis's favorite son, it's it's fun. It's it's a cool thing that we can be proud of, you know. Yeah,
2: and and if you don't live in Minnesota. People in Minnesota are very, very, very proud of Prince.
1: Yeah, so. it's funny. I remember cool when the in when the Super Bowl when the Super Bowl was here, um, we were hanging out downtown um, because mm-hmm. we went to go see Jimmy Fallon do his like post Super Bowl mm-hmm. show here. Mm-hmm. And we um, so we were just bumming around downtown all day the day of the Super Bowl, and they had this huge Prince exhibition, and you know like with tons of his like costumes and um you know records and memorabilia and stuff and we were walking around it and there were some people there from philadelphia and they were like god why is there so much prince stuff here
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like that's fair oh man people don't even know
0: Yep. <sighs> see in that moment i was trying to think of just any artist from philadelphia and i was like nope yeah <laughs> elton john <laughs> totally <of> freedom <laughs> Rocky. that was the, that was the only thing i thought yeah <laughs> yeah where's your gritty. Rocky Museum, Guys. gritty is
2: the best performance yeah, artist from philadelphia Yes.
1: philly's
0: favorite son gritty yeah <laughs> um yeah and we can uh Ryan, you touched on so much of it we can we can get into the music musicianship um, on a future episode and just how much he meant to you know changing uh, the landscape of mm-hmm. music. but um, like you said the the just bringing so many issues to the forefront and, and being willing um, to talk about you know not only social issues but um, issues for artists also like. Big time. The way uh, musicians are treated and other artistic talents are treated, and, and making sure people are taken care of, and he was always one to m- make sure that his entire staff mm-hmm. was taken care of. So uh, that's why we're celebrating. That's why we ran a little long here today <laughs> um, with this episode. So um, hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, we'll we'll get into some more songs and fight about all of them next week um any any last messages any shout outs anybody got any shout
2: outs no no Um, try to next week
0: i'll just
1: say now that it's the end of the show and i know that i won't uh, have to go through the whole show Mm. on this note i can say r.i.p josie barrett
2: i know so sorry to hear that my
1: 20 year old cat uh Mm. Passed away peacefully this morning, so uh, she'll be missed. But mm-hmm.
2: she will. She was a sweetheart.
1: Yeah.
0: Big, big shout out there. The one of the one of the sweetest uh, we've ever mm-hmm. met.
2: And,
1: uh, loved Prince too.
2: <laughs> Huge, <laughs> prince also <fan>. loved prince. <laughs> Huge Prince Huge <laughs> so,
1: um, She wore those ass, wanna, She wore those
0: assless chaps around all the time. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Well, that that is a good that is the perfect way to end. So, um RIP Josie. Shout out to you and for everybody in the Pop Tournaments universe. We love you. Please keep on popping and keep on voting. I said that backwards. <laughs> vote vote.
2: <laughs> Friends, bye. I'm not
0: you're doing.